Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tigers Talk Rugby. Before we get started, I want to talk about our website, tigerstalkprod.com. That's T-I-G-E-R-S-T-A-L-K-P-R-O-D.com. Here, you can take a listen to some old episodes and interviews, read our blog, and get some really cool merch. We recently added to our blog some player reviews for the USA Eagles from the summer matches. Additionally, we have some new hats out, so go check them out. The link will be in the description. Without further ado. Welcome back to another episode of Tigers Talk Rugby. I'm Ethan Richards. I'm here with CJ Bakel and Beckett Rice, my usual co-hosts. And today we have Owen Tucker, the president of Clemson Rugby, uh, as we are going to be talking about the upcoming season with him. So welcome. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're happy to have you as, I mean, all of us are alum, so it's yeah. uh, it's always good to ke- keep up with the with our club and, and you know, show our support. Yeah, definitely as like former teammates as well, so it's nice to catch up and get to see a little bit of the inside of what's actually going on with the, with the guys. Absolutely. I was a young buck when you boys were around, but fond memory. <laughs> oh, yeah. Quickly, quickly, those tables got turned on you, huh? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it goes by quick, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I'm already about to start my senior year. It's insane. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, awesome. It feels well, like just yesterday you were a freshman, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's great having you. We want to uh, break down some of the schedule that um, was posted, what, I guess a few weeks ago now, almost a month ago. Um, and kind of get to break it down on the Clemson M Rugby Instagram. Uh, they had to get a new Instagram. Uh, we were just actually talking about that before the episode started. But if you so if you aren't following, Clemson M Rugby is the Instagram, and they posted the schedule. You all have seven games, eight games. Is that right? Eight. Yeah, it looks like. And then we'll have hopefully a couple postseason matches as well. In November. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> that it's almighty post. For now. Yeah, for now. For now. Yeah. yeah. So I guess so, writing off of the seventh season and like the success you guys got, uh, especially going into the play uh going into the postseason for that. Uh, what's like the main focus going on for at least these first couple of games? Cause like first one Citadel, which you know, we we're pretty that's a pretty one-sided uh, rivalry versus, and then you go ahead we and can play. say that. Yeah, we could say that. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. And then the next three games after that are probably the three toughest matches you have on the schedule with Penn state, Kentucky, Tennessee, like what well, I got was, I guess what's the, what's the vibe going into the start of the season? Well, I'll start with, uh, what you mentioned about the end of the spring seventh season, obviously a disappointing loss at the CRCs in the championship against a really good San Diego team. We felt like we've just come in second place too much these past couple of seasons. Um, we obviously want to be first place, whether it be in sevens at CRCs or 15s in the SCRC, which is our conference. Um, we want to get some first place hardware. Um so there's definitely a big, big motivation there to to be successful this 15 season and 
into the postseason. Uh, our first match against Citadel, as you said, might be a little one-sided, but by no means are we looking past them. They're always super physical, and we're looking forward to that. Um, just in about a, two weeks, I guess, um, we'll be we'll be squaring off against them. And then Penn State is circled on my calendar, at least, and I think most of the players would say the same. Uh, this is a, someone we've only ever played in seven since I've been here. And as we all know, they are they are a very good program. So very excited to see some high caliber competition. And uh, it's not officially announced, but they will be coming to Clemson. So that'll be exciting for the for the fans. They can all come out and watch some some really good rugby. Um, and we think that'll be a really good tune up for the start of conference play. And as you said, Kentucky and Tennessee are our first two opponents there, and they will be probably the two strongest teams in the conference. So, as I said, Penn State will be a great way to get a hit on and uh, play some some high-level rugby going into conference play. Yeah, that's exciting, though, you got uh, Penn State coming in because I know we saw it. It was TBD, so we were wondering – would it be at Penn State? Would it be at Clemson, neutral side or something? So I think that's good then that you guys are getting your three toughest games all at home to really, you know, get the crowd out, get um, the alumni, get the support behind it, the yeah. home field advantage. Super excited to hear that Penn State was going to be able to come to us. We were initially going to do a neutral site, um, but they decided they were going to come to us. So no complaints there. I mean, why not? Like come down to South Carolina for – like a nice weekend at September. It'll be hot probably, uh, but it should be a fun time. I know like probably football's on that weekend. So why wouldn't they want to come down? Maybe they could hang out with you guys after yeah. the match. And like, like you said, it's like two really good programs in the past years, but my huge, I guess, huge game, like circled being at home is against Tennessee. Like for me, Tennessee hate week started like last week. Um, <laughs> Said like a true Vanderbilt student. Well, yeah. as a true Vanderbilt student playing against the those guys, like Owen knows, like I, we hate playing them. Absolutely, it's like it's definitely one of those brutal rivalry. It's a, it was a brutal rivalry, and uh, it's good competition. So I'm happy that we actually get them at home because it seems like every time we're playing over at theirs, yeah. And I feel like we have a pretty good home field advantage. Absolutely, and I also think three tough games before that and then rolling into that Tennessee week, we will, we will have everything dialed in by the time Tennessee's rolling into town. So the, it worked out uh, scheduling wise, I'd say. Yeah. I think that's a, you know, that's a good time to have it. You'll be, should be prepared, ready to go by then in a little over a month now. So, and you know, like CJ said, big rivalry, never liked those guys. Um, you know, they've had they've had our number the last two years, but we've been pretty close. So yeah. hoping it's this year's it always. is always a good match. This could be the year that we did we take it back though. Yes, absolutely. We're planning on it. So I gotta ask a little bit, since uh we're talking about like a game a month into the future. Uh obviously thinking about the season, a lot's going through the mind of you, other leadership, your coach. What is kind of that framework that y'all are building going into this season and and what is the mentality or or the perspective that you're going in with compared to previous years or or what what are you looking at 
personally, um, CJ and Beckett, their final season, their final 15 season, I remember maybe it was because I was a freshman. I just was almost overwhelmed with the amount of talent we had. I felt like no team could beat us. And then we ultimately got beat um, against Tennessee, which was unfortunate. Then the next 15 season, I would say we kind of just expected it to go the same way because we had such a talented roster the uh, season prior. And we really didn't face too many struggles until Tennessee came around. So there was kind of a lack of motivation. We assumed it would all just happen again and we'd play Tennessee again and, you know, it would go our way. And then it didn't ultimately. We uh, weren't as successful as we planned to be. Uh, lost to a couple of the other conference teams. Um, so this season, as I mentioned earlier, coming out of a tough loss seven season and not much success in the past 15 seasons. And by success, I mean winning the conference. There's just a real strong sense of this is the time to do it. We have a lot of guys that are seniors and juniors that have been around for a while, that have been around for um, second places. So everyone is just super dialed in. All summer, we were in our group chat, sending all of our workouts in. People were getting their conditioning in on their own. Um, hitting the gym on their own. Some guys were playing men's club, sharpening up their skills. And then just yesterday, our first time on the field together, we were already in a piece place. So everyone's coming in ready. Um, you know, there's obviously, there's always new guys that come into the team every semester. And uh, we've kind of decided they're just going to have to learn with us as we go because we're full steam ahead. We're getting straight into it. So as I said, motivation there's no lack of motivation, I should say. That's good. It's like uh, Kevin Durant. I'm tired of being second. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so Time you to switch and go to switching to Golden State Warriors. That's the <laughs> yes, confirmed. Clemson rugby is <laughs> Clemson signing with the Golden State Warriors. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to kind of like piggyback off what you just said, it it seems like the like most of the roster is pretty similar from last year. Um, even like you had a bunch, we had a bunch of guys on the, uh, SCRC, like uh, all conference team. So like yeah. with Andrew, yourself, Cole and Baylor, like, I assume they're still sticking around everyone. Yeah. And then the only person from that list who has gone is Tom. Sadly. Yes. Will be missed greatly. So my, I'm kind of curious since Tom has been, playing fly half since he, he was a freshman however many years ago that is probably five it seems like <laughs> forever um uh, do you know what the plans are maybe for fly half yeah we've we've luckily we have options um myself and will parrot are both uh considering it i typically play scrum half and frankly would prefer to play there but will parrot's also a huge weapon on the wing so you hate to lose that, but he's also really great with the ball in hand, um, moving it around and also being a field general. So I have no doubt that he can he can take over the ball. It's kind of just going to be a matter of where we need guys. Um, but I'd say myself and Will Parrott are the, are the top two for that. We also have two emerging freshmen that um, seem to be – very competent with their rugby skills and I could see them fitting right in at nine or 10, probably, probably nine, just given uh, what, what the position 10 takes. I think we all know that. 
So if that were the case, you know, a freshman steps in at nine, myself or Will goes to 10. Um, yeah, we, we still don't know. But we have options. It's Sorry. good to have options. It's good to have depth. And it's, you know, it's good to hear that there are already only a, a couple games into preseason practice. You've already seen, or a couple practices into preseason practice. You've already seen a, a couple freshmen that you think can really step up and be instant contributors. Yeah, it's so exciting. Like uh, today was my first uh, time out on the field with everybody. And immediately I was like, oh, who are these two guys? Because, um, you know, they, they stepped right out there and we're getting it done. And, were impressing me so it's exciting yeah that's awesome speaking of freshmen across the board just uh wanted to get a general idea of what you know about your incoming class any major players that you know of uh I think you're asking you kind of cut up or are you just asking who were the freshmen that we have yeah, pretty yeah. much. I was asking what someone to watch what out the recruiting class season. was looking like. Yeah, sorry, we got some heavy weather in Charleston right now. Oh, no worries, no worries. <sighs> um, we have an exciting freshman class. I'd say, um, after me, but I'd say we have five to seven or eight guys that all have played rugby in high school before coming in, fully committed, ready to play, which is all you can ask for in uh in the freshman in my eyes is the fact they they know how to pass the ball and they're they're willing to get stuck in with us and that's what that's what these guys are um we've got from the new york new jersey you know east coast area we've got two from california um we always have a couple wando guys per usual wando out of charleston yeah they always know what they're doing so yeah, good group of guys. Any uh, names that we should be on the lookout for? Uh, I'm not going to drop any names yet, but <laughs> don't want to really bar too high for them. Yeah, not going to mention any names, but uh, just know I think there are there are some that will make an immediate impact. They all will, but some some may be on that uh, first week starting lineup. If yeah, we'll see. Here and like we we talked a little bit before, there's you know still Tiger Prowl coming up. Um, see if you guys are able to get a table. I know you mentioned there's a wait list because there's so many clubs, but um, yeah, still opportunity to get a lot more athletes, get them onto the field. Um, so I think Clemson, we've always done really well at uh getting guys who haven't played before, but who are good athletes, getting them caught up to the game. They make you know great in you know great impact. We have a couple guys on the roster right now that are like that. Yep, absolutely. Um, Troy's our head coach. Uh, big emphasis on that always is just bringing out athletes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Dunlop, who was mentioned, uh, was an All Conference player after I think yeah. he played maybe one seven season, and then last fall fifteen season he ended up with the All Conference. So I mean that's huge. That just goes to show one his his athletic abilities and then two the way uh our program's able to teach the game and get guys in the mix quick and then guys like adam doyon he's another example of someone who came in athletic dude and picked it up quick and and ended up being a very impactful player for us awesome yeah absolutely i remember um when we first got doyon um, to come onto the team and he was just immediately you're like massive guy 
really fast, just pure athlete. When he started picking up the game, it was just it was, he was a hard man to stop on that field. Yeah, my favorites when you see it kind of click for them, and oh yeah, they get you know things like not even when they have the ball in their hands, but when they're off the ball and they're re repositioning themselves to give themselves a better chance. It's awesome to see. Oh yeah, when once they figure out that the off ball stuff, I feel like the off ball stuff takes longer. But once you figure that out, you're really then a serious asset on the field. Absolutely. So I have one other big question that I was kind of curious about, about the makeup of the team. What are y'all looking at in terms of like forwards depth versus backs depth? What, what, what are we looking at in, in comparison coming into this year compared to the last couple of years or even I know like when CJ and I were there, it was like we had a massive pack because it was just like a ton of huge dudes like were in our freshman class essentially um, compared. Uh, obviously, that's it's different every year and it, and it will always change with, you know, people coming in and out every four years. So I was just curious going into this season, what are we looking at? What is the size? What is the makeup? So as I mentioned, we have a very talented pool of backs that can kind of we can mix and match, which is is fun. I think getting different looks. Um, we've got typically someone who plays wing. Cole Rinklin is moving into the centers, and then Baylor will also be with him. There'll be a, a super exciting twelve and thirteen combo. We've got Cole Frank, who once was a forward eight man, is going to be on the wing, which is super exciting. His length, his athleticism, his physicality out on the wing, I think will be very, very troublesome for opponents. Um, we also have Justin Wade, who is just coming into his second season of playing rugby ever. And if anyone was paying any attention to sevens last spring, you know, he made a huge impact for us. Um, so he'll be in the wing slash 15 position. And then we have a handful of other guys uh, that can play wing as well. And then nine and 10, as I said, kind of up for grabs and we'll see where that, where that ends up, but I'm not worried at all there forwards. We have, I'd say the front row, maybe not the biggest, uh, we don't have the numbers, but we have the size guys like Connor Mitchell, uh, AJ Riera, all big dudes that can, that can go in there. Ben Thompson, someone who usually plays flanker. He's to me can can end up being a really dynamic prop for us, a guy that can run on the balls really hard, but he's also just super strong, which will help in the scrum. Um, we've got a couple locks. We've got we've got good height for sure, guys that can fit in there at lock well. And then I think the most competition will be at the flanks. We've got maybe at least five guys that can play flanker, and they all are super good guys like. Emmett Radabaugh, um, he is a junior. Uh, Quinn Mahoney, also a junior. Uh, Max Tingham, junior. Noah Walls, senior. I'm definitely forgetting people, but um, Peter Salir, he can also fit in there. Super good. So definitely uh, a race for that. And then eight man. I want to say Cole Frank, but as it, but he's going to be on the wing. So I honestly don't even know who's who's going to play eight man. But we've got a lot of guys. Um, so I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Something I appreciated at least towards the end of like my time with the team 
is how dynamic and how like good off the ball and with the ball that a lot of the forwards can play. So like guys like Connor Mitchell are really good with the ball in hand and with they got a little bit of skills with them and they can actually run into uh into open play. Whereas back when maybe I was like a sophomore or junior, the front row guys, it's like you don't carry the ball. Like you're there to just clear rucks and be in the scrub every once in a while. Right. So it seems no, like we've got as you I think you know most of the players that that we have right now and all the forwards, they're they're dynamic guys. They can mix and match position wise and they're all strong ball carriers. Um, so I'm mad about it. We don't have crazy size like Tennessee usually has one or two dudes that are just like, what the hell? Like how do you even tackle that person? And I don't think we necessarily have any mountain of men like that. But I mean, Connor Mitchell's ginormous in my eyes. Uh, ben Thompson has just put on a ton of muscle. Um, AJ Riera's definitely packs a punch. So I'm not worried about it. Nice. Awesome. Well, the last question that I want to ask about is uh, University of South Carolina. Oh, <laughs> so obviously um, that is a big state rivalry as a, a born and raised Clemson fan. Uh, that game matters a lot uh, throughout. And I know we haven't had the best success against them in recent years, especially on the seven side. But regardless, for this 15s game, uh, can I be expecting a 90 to zero victory? I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell you to expect anything, except for the fact that that game is circled on all of our calendars. It's homecoming weekend. Um, we're looking into options to play that Friday night under the lights. Um, That'd be sick. Or Saturday doesn't matter. We'll be there, ready to play. So that's all I'll say about that. Um, obviously, we did not have it end the way we wanted to last year. And I guarantee you, we will all remember that in the weeks leading up to it in preparation for it. Yeah. It's time to take back the state title this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. We need that trophy back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I know all of us are super excited about it because we're all trying to travel up for the game. Especially we know a bunch of other people who said that, oh, they'll come up for that Friday, especially to see this match. And a bunch of like old boys, too. So it'll be fun. Yeah, it's such a good opportunity. Um, this calendar or the schedule, honestly, if I would have been able to put it together myself, this is maybe the way I would have put it together, especially this USC game being homecoming weekend. There'll be a lot of buzz throughout the town for the football and the homecoming festivities. And then to have USC, the team that everyone hates, not just rugby fans, but any Clemson fan being in town that weekend, super exciting. Oh, yeah, that's true. why I had to bring it up. <laughs> yeah. To say I know um that was one of those games that whenever it was played, I don't know, was it CJ like our freshman year or sophomore year? That the next that Monday it was in the paper, like in Clemson. It was like, hey, like our football team's doing great, but check out our other teams also smashing smashing USC or something like that. Yeah. So I know mm -hmm. like the town as a whole cares about it. And I knew it was homecoming weekend. I was going to be there or I'm planning to be there. Uh, so I just wanted to ask about it because I was like, oh, 
I, I, I always want, I want to get that answer out of you. Like we're going to beat USC. Is that right? Can I hear it? Can I get it? <laughs> no, I can't. I, I never say we're going to beat anyone. I'm a, I am a firm believer in the fact that you can jinx things. So I'm not going to jinx it, but <laughs> Good answer, I right? do trust, I do trust in preparation and I guarantee you we will be prepared for it. So. Because hey, like it's, I, it's sports, you know, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because I, I was going to say that my last game for Clemson was against USC. So it's a little bittersweet for me. But even for that game, it wasn't like on a homecoming or anything like that. But a ton of people showed up to that match. And it was just because we saw South Carolina or we were playing South Carolina. Oh, yeah. Always. It's always a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm going to try and be there, get there. So I got tickets for the Wake Forest game the next day, but I definitely want to want to see boys take on USC and yeah. just really give it to them. And and in their defense, like they have improved greatly past I'd say two seasons. Like they've done a good job of recruiting, and they've got they've sure. talented players. But that doesn't that's no excuse. Like we need to beat them, no matter what. Yeah, exactly. That's the mindset. You know, they're 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 good and all, but we're we're going to be better, and it'll make for a good rugby game. Like. They're going to bring it as well. So it'll be mm-hmm. an exciting one to watch and exciting one to play in. 100%. I wish I could still – wish uh, wasn't out of eligibility. I would love to <laughs> go play. Uh, but even but, um, looking at – so you have a – oh, sorry. Go ahead, CJ. Oh, I was just going to say, like, looking at the rest of the schedule, you've got, like, LSU away, UGA away, and Alabama. And I feel like those are three great away games especially like going down to Baton Rouge and Tuscaloosa. That'll be a lot of fun. Totally. Not going to lie, CJ, you read my mind there. I was going to ask oh, okay. uh, Owen, which one of those are you most excited for? And it doesn't... We have a, we have a coach bus rented uh, that we're nice. taking down. Oh, so nice. it, yeah. That's what we did to go to Iona last year. And it, it just worked out perfectly. Like, no need Road to trip. fans and people leaving at different times and flat tires and things like that. I know you guys have had troubles with all that in the past. So yeah, with the coach bus and the driver, like we all just load up midday Friday. Um, they're going to drive us down there. And Anybody then, who's an old Clemson rugby guy knows exactly what that means for old, for a bus ride. And I'm not going to say <laughs> what goes down on the bus ride, but we all know it's a fun time. Yes. It's super fun. And, Especially if we get the win, it'll be even more fun, which I'm confident in. I mean, we handled them pretty well last season, and I think we're coming back better, just as good or better than last year. So, and then I mean, UGA, you know, day trip down to down to Athens. Um, they're they're always a good competition. Um, they're physical, so not riding them off at all. And then going to Alabama, going to Tuscaloosa is always fun. So we'll, we'll uh, be a good way to finish off the season with hopefully a win and then head into the postseason. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, I think uh, we can wrap it up with a little bit of questions from CJ. I know he's got a couple uh, fun ones for you. Yeah. So I guess something that we didn't really prep you for, and this we did this kind of – I did this kind of on purpose because – Usually when we have an interview, uh, we'll end with just a bunch of rapid fire questions. So being that you are the team president, I want to see how well you know your teammates. 
So I'm just going to ask you a bunch of rapid fire questions about the team. And you're just going to tell me who fits this uh, role or who's the best for this. So like, is there a right answer? No, no, no. There's no right answer. I just want to hear your opinion of this. So like first one, like best dancer. Is anybody on the team a, a good dancer? Nick Novello. You, you guys probably don't know him, but he's a sophomore now. Great dancer. What about singer? Seb Hicks Kim. Beautiful. <laughs> Unbelievably talented singer. Like, you know, HK doesn't legit, surprise me. Legit could, could record a song. Like, beautiful voice. I could, <laughs> I could totally see him uh, doing some karaoke with the boys. He loves karaoke. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Okay. What about who's most likely to forget their rugby shorts on game day? Uh, not calling out anybody in particular, but. I can see Cole Rinklin doing that. <laughs> you know, I can see the same thing. <laughs> Sorry, Cole. Uh, what about who has the best try celebration, if anybody has one? One really has a celebration i would say person who scores the most entertaining tries though is probably justin wade the way he makes like a whole team miss it's just unbelievable watching him (laughs) i'm usually way behind him and he's just taking off and running around zigzagging dudes so he's exciting to watch score a try but we don't have any any big celebrations i guess okay good answer (laughs) And then uh, last one is who on the team would most likely quit rugby and go up on a comedy stage for a stand-up routine? Um, Luke McCaleb. Do you guys know that? Yeah, I I 100% that I could absolutely see Luke doing that. Yeah, he's a goofy dude, and (laughs) I could see him getting on the stand-up stage for sure 100 percent. luke would go up he'd take out the fake tooth yeah to do it as well absolutely and he'd do a good job oh he would he'd kill it yeah all right that's it for me sweet (laughs) well i just want to thank you again for joining us on this episode yeah thanks for having me it's been awesome so we do have a couple more weeks before the world cup where we do have warm-up games uh in terms of what to watch this upcoming weekend uh beckett or cj do either of y'all have pulled up because i do not i do that's okay, awesome yeah. uh, i knew i could rely on you <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna go over i guess the weekend schedule so on friday we have uruguay versus the argentina argentinian 15 and then saturday We've got a whole host of matches, starting with uh, Georgia and the United States playing at 11 Eastern, and that'll be in Georgia. And then some other summer uh, nation series where we got Wales playing South Africa, Ireland, England, Italy, Romania, and France and Fiji. So with that being said, go watch some rugby.